My name is Logan Draper, and this is Modern Mad Men, episode number 98. Today, Jared and I just kind of talked about how Christmas was. Today's my birthday. We talked a little bit about what it's like to now both be 30. And uh, talked a little bit of just about what we think the future has in 2020 for marketing and for your budget. So we'd love it if you would just take a few seconds to hit subscribe, give us some feedback, and let's go. Just some old heads from out of space like we come from a whole other time and place. Mad men. Mad, mad men. Did you wake up with any cramps? No, uh, Chase called me earlier and I was actually thinking, um, or he asked me like, what do you feel any older? I just told him, I was like, dude, I got so much more bounce in my step today. I feel smarter. I feel wiser. I, I, physically, I feel more fresh. I woke up with like arthritis in my wrist and my fingertip. Did I popped out of bed, did six push-ups. Took a hit off your inhaler. Yeah. Threw up twice and took a shower and got to work, man. Try to touch your toes, but you couldn't. I, I couldn't do that when I was 17. Can you do that? Heck no. Are you flexible at all? No. I've never been flexible. I'm not either. Also never been hurt. Besides tearing apart my knee. I never had a lot of hamstring problems. I never had any muscle problems, though. Any muscle injuries. I had a lot of ankle injuries, but not any muscle or... I used to... My groin used to always hurt. So that's what happens when you're getting crossed a lot, though. You usually end up with ankle injuries. Nah, dude. It happened every time when I was pinning someone's shot. Came down weird. <laughs> like Ellie on her little tight skull. Blocks a block, man. All goes in the stat book. You're rolling your ankle, blocking your daughter on her little tight uh, goal. Dude, blocks a block. You keep her stats against her. Oh, yeah. We have a whiteboard in our living room. I just mark them up. You're averaging a triple-double. I mean... I guess you can't get any assists. Quadruple. Huh? A quadruple, quadruple sometimes. Oh, yeah. Those blocks and steals. Yeah. I don't know what a five. Blocks, steals, points, assists, and rebounds. Yeah. What, is, what is that? It's not a It's not a quad, quadruple. It's just, it's just a sing, perfect game. Sinkwuple? Huh? That sounds right. Quinn. What is, what is five? Five. Never mind. You know when I do that, I have no idea. So I'm just di- diverting. Yeah. Hey, how was your yeah. Christmas, man? It was. It was pretty great. How was yours? Don't skip. Don't skip over. What'd we you uh, we spent like the whole day at my mom's house, and um, just had some brunch, some really good brunch, some some cheesy grits, sick. Some uh, no, they weren't sick. They were very delicious. I don't love grits. Well, you need to try some cheesy I'll try grits. I will try, try some of my mom's cheesy grits. We had some breakfast casserole and some bacon and some muffins. We ate some brunch, some mimosas. Yep. I had to open the uh, champagne my first time ever doing that. So it's it's a little scary, right? It was it was uh, quite scary. You know what's scarier than that? What? Opening the can of biscuits. Oh no! Oh, dude, that's I, terrifying. I did that the other day, and it uh, it kind of it kind of scared me, but. Dude, this uh, this cork, which I knew it shot out, but this thing shot over my mom's pool and like all the way to her gate. It sh- it probably shot a good like thirty feet. Did you use anything? I used my thumb. That's it. Yeah, it's a smarter way. Yeah, it it shot. Yeah, I'm, I don't like doing that. I don't like the can of biscuits either, though. Yeah, we ate brunch and then what do we do? We opened presents. 
then played some games, went for a walk, came back and ate dinner, then played some more games, then went home. Forgot about the dogs. I mean, I was like seven o'clock and we're like, oh shoot, we have dogs at the house. So I had to run home and feed the dogs. They, uh, I guess they, uh, got in desperation mode and knocked a bowl off the, uh, a glass bowl off our counter. Survival, man. Yeah. They got into a bag of Fritos. Wait, did it break? Yeah. Oh. I just went home to a shattered bowl and an empty bag of Fritos. Were they cut up? No. I don't know. I, I don't just think so. Blood, I didn't, blood everywhere. I didn't see any blood. I didn't really check them. I probably just sound like a terrible dog owner yeah, right now. Yeah, good gosh. <laughs> Someone call somebody. Uh, but yeah, it was good. What do you think is the best? Because we had uh, brunch as well. What do you think is the best breakfast food by itself? Can it be like a casserole? Yeah. Um, I, I really enjoy breakfast casserole. A breakfast burrito is always good. I don't know. I'm, I'm a big breakfast guy, so like anything. You know, Emily, Emily had waffles the other night, and they were phenomenal. I don't know. Just anything. You know what I love for some reason? What? And I don't even know why it's my favorite, but I think it is, is um, Pigs in a Blanket or collect- oh, Kalachis. Oh, yeah. It's my, it's my favorite. Good. Kristen we, brought a, a casserole, like a Pigs in a Blanket casserole. Yeah. It was amazing. We had that. We had uh, Pigs in the blank, uh, in Blanket, uh, our family. Chris, what are you laughing at? <laughs> I was trying to think of a date while, while saying that. You got hung up on the word. I was just going to move on. I didn't on. get sorry. hung up. I, I started trying to think ahead sorry, sorry. of when we had those. It's my birthday. It was, I'm roasting okay. you. Okay. All right. That's tough. <laughs> sorry, continue. Now, uh, how's your how's your Christmas? <laughs> Pigs in a blanket's the best food. That's all that matters. Um, it's good, man. This is fun with Ellie. What She's like do? 16 months old now. I feel like you're being aggressive towards me. No, I'm just asking you what you asked me. Started making me angry. Yeah, it was was our first Christmas with Walker, too. It was his first Christmas. I think it'll keep getting better, too. Because, like, even this year, we finally sat down to do presents last night, and Ellie, like, ripped open one bag and then was just gone, just disappeared. Like, just wanted to, she would just pick everybody's candy up and go bring it to me, which is actually a great system. She loves giving gifts, not opening gifts. Yeah, she loves taking other people's gifts and giving them to me. Uh, She's like a baby Robin Hood. She's going to be a great re-gifter. Yeah, she's great. So, yeah, we just had breakfast. Um, we uh, Craig and I went and saw Sammy. He's doing good. And then uh, took a nap. Went back to my dad's again and had Mexican food. Oh. Enchiladas and fajitas. And then just hung out and opened presents. And then Katie and I went home at like 8 or 8.30. Just like exhausted. And Katie was asleep by 9.00. Ellie ended up staying up to like one thirty, crying. So I just kicked it with her. I fell asleep uh, rocking Walker last night at like, I don't even know what time I started, but I woke up at 2.30 and I'd been asleep. Emily texted me at 10.30. I was like, why why haven't you put him in his crib yet? And I was just asleep. Oh, man. Holding him in his rocker. Then I woke up at 2.30. So he slept for a while, which is good. Man, yeah. But yeah, I kind of passed out too. Katie and I, every uh, we we're hanging out on Christmas Eve. We we're having like the best time, just laughing, you know, giggling with each other. It's the best. Opening stockings, which, by the way, a stocking is my favorite thing. Yeah, and that's that's how I realize I'm getting older. Is that Katie usually just gets me um, socks and shirts, like white TV necks and stuff, and underwear, 
And every time I'm amped, and she thinks I'm being sarcastic. It's literally the best gifts. But everything was going good. Katie goes into the kitchen to use her new food food processor she got. And then I just hear her muttering to herself and watching YouTube videos. I was like, how hard is a food processor? And then come to find out, she just walks in, she's just like shaking the bottom part, and it's just broken. Is that, she, is that what she cut her finger on? No. So she went to go open the can to just pour it into a blender. Oh, yeah, right. And I just hear her saying, uh, it's bad, it's bad, it's bad, it's bad, it's bad. <laughs> so I, like, I was like, it can't be that bad. I went in there, and it was just pouring out into the sink. Oh. And it's bleeding so much you can't tell how bad it is, but she pulled at it, pulled at oh. it, and I was like, oh, that's pretty deep. So, long story short, there's that like beautiful moment in marriage where right before you do something, you're like, hey, it's not going to hurt. I promise. And it's like the worst pain ever. I was just pouring glue into the cut. Were you really? And pull, yeah, I was like poured this uh, like bandage type glue oh. in there, and then I used these Sari stri- stri- strips? Sutures? No, it's called like Sari strips. Oh. Mm. And then just pulled it closed and then put a bandage on it. I thought I was just picturing you just pouring some Elmer's glue in there. Ugh. Some people say you can just use like super glue. Just didn't fuck a great idea. Yeah. But yeah. So this is kind of a wild. I want our I want our uh stocking game. Now Emily has to change all the poopy diapers in January. That's a good bet. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yep. That's a really, really good bet. So you're not gonna change a single one? Uh I I probably you're will. gonna have to probably. Yeah. Yeah. Would be a great move is if you just flex and said, you know what, I'll take January. You take mm. February through December. Yeah, that'd be a good trade off. She's not gonna take that bet though. Yeah, Christmas is just so it's so hectic. I think that's why I'm more excited Dude, about New Year's. I went to Target like twice last week. There's just chaos in there. Yeah, I don't like it. I had to go at like seven thirty, which Target stayed open later than Walmart on Christmas Eve. I'd go in there at like 7.30 Christmas Eve. What time did Target was, close? Uh, 10, I think. What time did Walmart close? 6. You know what time Walgreens closed? What time? Midnight. On Christmas Eve? Yep. Dang. And they're usually, they usually, on the door, it said they closed at 10. They probably, I, they probably didn't get any presents from Santa then. Oh, probably not. they're awake. That's a good point. No, it said they closed at 9. And I sprinted there at 8.58. And I asked the lady when I walked in, I was like, hey, do y'all close at 9? Because I wasn't going to make them... Stick around because it's gonna take me forever to find everything. Should I know we close at midnight tonight? I was like, oh, what a Golly. nightmare! And I think they were open on Christmas Day too. But that's where that kind of suck. It's just too. I just don't like the how hectic the holidays are. I like the yeah. running around and like that having to buy all the gifts and stuff. It just stresses me out. Our uh, poor mailman probably I don't know how many boxes he delivered to our house this year. It's a lot more convenient than going in the store. I didn't walk in a single store this year. I had to go to Target a few times, and that was it. Did you need to use that pickup? Yeah, well, I didn't even know about that until you told me about it. It's the best. It was so fast, and like unlike Walmart, we have to schedule it. You just pull in, and he just brought it out to me. And I waited less than 60 seconds. That's pretty convenient. And it automatically checked me in when I pulled in. Use the app. I'm telling you, man, it's worth it. It's completely worth it, but I just don't. I get too. I have uh, too much social anxiety to be just rolling into. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was kind of chaos in there. Every single lane was open. Yeah, I don't every like single that. lane was backed up. 
That's why New That's why New Year's Eve is better. Yeah. You really don't do anything till later in the night. You got to stay up till midnight. And then really on New Year's Day, you may have like a lunch or a dinner, but you don't have anything. Yeah. There's not like presents. You just hang out. It's a new year, new you. Did we do that last year? I think we did a podcast. Yeah. Ugh. Yep. Are you a New Year's resolutions guy? Nope. What's your New Year's I resolution think, this year then? I think we uh, talked about that. I don't remember. Um, I don't know. No, I'd, I don't think I've ever made a New Year's resolution. I've never made one that I kept, I can tell you that. I don't think I've even ever made one. There's something about the restart that I get. Yeah. But it's also, people I think overextend it a little bit too much. Yeah. This year I'm going to drop, I'm going to gain 30 pounds in muscle mass. And then like by the second set, I'm like, no, it's yeah, not going to happen. That was, a, that was a bad. Jack in the box is way too close to this this uh, gym, so. Uh, yeah. So you, so you just change your resolution to, I'm going to eat 30 Jack in the box tacos. Have you had one of those recently? No. You could eat 30 easy. Oh, yeah. And I don't think you'd be full. Yeah. You have to do it fast, though, because that meat paste will start to seep in. But that's when, when like, everything starts, like, blending together and soaking up the flavors of everything else. Yeah, so but if you do it quick, you can get it it's good. I think you'd be, I think you'd be drunk. I want, every, I want everything to just be, like, mush because they've just been soaking. Oh, man. That sounds so good right now. Not really. I know. I already have to use the bathroom. We just started. I know. Do we need a pause? No. Okay. You can muscle through? Yeah. Man, it's just crazy. It feels like uh, I just feel tired. Yeah. It's, like it's been a wild month, and I just feel well, exhausted. You aren't, you aren't battling not breathing every na- night like I am. That's a good point. So, That's yeah. a good point. So, I'm tired. When are you getting your uh, CPAP? Probably never. Yeah, you seem better about yeah, it. I kind of am. I wish they'd hurry up. Yeah, I know. It's not like you're like stopping breathing in the night for several seconds at a time. I know. Just fighting off death every night. I can't wait to meet the new you. It is going to be a new year, new you. I know. It really is. I just picture you coming in, like maybe the third day after having it, you dress totally differently. <laughs> you got a completely different haircut. Oh. And just there's, a whole different person. There's no telling. You just run into work. I'm a little bit nervous about what I'm about to find out about myself. Emily may not know who she married. Emily might not. She might hate me. Just <laughs> who knows? I'm kind of kind of worried. You're either going to go way more extroverted. Or what if you just go the other way? And now because you're so rusted, you don't want to deal with the nonsense of people, and you're more introverted. Yeah, who knows? It could be either one. Maybe I don't even. I won't even feel changed at all. Maybe I'll just feel the exact same. But you'll be alive. Yeah, you're definitely going to be more rested. Yeah, probably. I think it's pretty unhealthy. Hopefully. Yeah, but you don't. You, don't you sleep good? I uh, I can sleep for a long time, <laughs> but I, I don't wake up really feeling necessarily that rested. Does your throat hurt? Sometimes. Uh, sometimes when I wake up. Golly, man. Yeah, but most most of the time it doesn't. Dude, you're about to be a whole different person. Yep. And I'm kind of not like the person you were this year. You kind of what? Didn't like the person you were this year. Why is that? I don't know, man. Just kind of aggressive this year. Was I? Yeah, a little more on edge. Yeah, well, 
Maybe that's who I really am. No, I don't think so. It's just starting to slowly come out. I think you're always the same person. I don't know. What if you, dude, if you're a different person, that's gonna be hilarious. I might just be angry after I get this CPAP. I might just be an angry person. Dude, if you've been living this long without sleep, you're about to be the happiest person ever. Maybe. We'll see. I'm excited to find out. Can I, uh, can I come say that out with you the first night you get your CPAP? Mm. Yeah, I'm going to. Okay. Can I just video document it? Yeah. Got to decide on what mask to get. Apparently, there's like so many different types of masks. There's too many options, man. I know. I don't even know. What if I get the wrong mask and it doesn't even work? I know. And I think it's working, but it's actually not. It's just making life worse. Yeah. Man, we should just do a new uh-huh. podcast in 2020 on uh, CPEPs. Yeah. Do some research. Oh, I've, already, I've already done the research. Yeah, well. I've done some, some research. Not a lot. I'll have to do some. What'd you think of uh, your boy Kanye dropping a new kind of dropping? Um, so I kind of forgot about it, and then I opened Twitter and I saw somebody tweeted that it uh, he released it, which I don't know if he was even responsible for releasing it. His name's like nowhere on it. I mean, I'm like I guess he producer or whatever, but I don't think it was even released through uh, Def Jam. So I don't know if he had any part of actually releasing it. I'm sure he did, but I'm trying to see right now. I did. I did enjoy it. I did. I'm trying to see where it'll pop up. It's interesting when you type in, like you know, when you go to an artist. Oh, you don't. Never mind. You use Spotify. It's got like oh, uh, because it's featuring. Never mind. Yeah, that's interesting, man. It's just interesting they release it under a different. Yeah. It's under the Sunday service choir. Yeah, I probably would have never found it if I didn't see that tweet. So yeah. I, would, I would probably wouldn't have been searching for it. Well, that. thanks for texting me, man. You yeah. made my Christmas Day. It's a cool album. It is. It's it's, it's what I thought the uh the first album was gonna was gonna be. Just all choir. Yeah. I saw this uh this theory that this person had and it was that this was the original album that Kanye wanted to release. Like his whatever the first release date was, like September whatever, and then mm. there's there's like that news of like I guess the Def Jam executives like flying to Wyoming to meet with him before he released it, and they like listened to it, and the theory is that um, this was the album that he was going to release, and they listened to it and said it needed to be more hip-hop and less gospel. So then he created Jesus is King from scratch, like from that meeting, after that meeting. And that's why it was so delayed. Yeah. That's just... Holy cow. That's a theory. How long... So what was the distance between the release and that meeting? Um, When was that release? October? Yeah. So probably like three weeks. I think they... Not long. I think they... Yeah, it was probably like right at a month. Um, that's a theory. Makes sense to me. It does make sense, especially with how weird everything was at the end. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Do you think, uh, like over the next years, how music's done is going to be totally different? Like how we consume it and how they put it out? Like how so? I don't know, man. It just, I mean, obviously it's changed radically in terms of like how we used to discover music was through the radio. Yeah. I don't know. I just keep thinking about like, I just hear these guys like Chance did it, Kanye did it, where they did an album so fast. Yeah. 
Well, it used to be like, I think, was it like Tuesdays that albums used to be released on? I feel like it was like some random day. Do you like go to the store and they'd actually have like the physical copy there? And I feel like people just release albums whenever. They, yeah. used, they usually do it like on Fridays now to like, I guess, line up with the the charts or whatever. But yeah, people can, like he just released this one on Christmas Day on a Wednesday. Yeah. So I feel like they just release it whenever they want now. I was kind of thinking about when you're at the, I mean, the notoriety of Drake or Kanye or somebody that's huge. I've always wondered, do you do three or four months promoting the album before it comes out? Or will you get more push if you just drop it yeah, I suddenly? Know. I don't know. Because I feel like if somebody, if, you, if you know, Drake all of a sudden just came out and dropped an album th- overnight and everyone just like the next day when you wake up and you find out there's a Drake album, every news outlet's picking it up. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be re- reviewed better if you do it that way. Because the other way, people are going to be anticipating it, so they're going to be expecting something uh, great. And then if it's not up to that expectation, there's been like three months of anticipation and yeah. it meet their expectations. Where if you just drop it, yeah, people are going to wake up, see if there's an album dropped, be excited, listen to it from like probably like a different expectation. Yep. They'll probably get better reviews. I feel like you could do that with movies, TV shows, Netflix, music, all of it, where if you could somehow keep it under wraps for as long as you can, not hype it, and then just like even for a movie, just say like huge trailer, get it out everywhere, and then like it's it starts, like you put it out on like a Wednesday night or a Thursday morning. It's like the movie starts this weekend. I know everyone's got plans and stuff, but I really think, because I get, I get hyped when I see something, and then it's like coming out in the summer of 2020. Oh, no. You're just like, oh, so man, worse. I care less. And I don't think it generates enough hype for me. I think everyone's getting human behavior. You just want it right now. Yeah. So if you can get somebody on the hook right then, I think you could do it. Yeah. It's just so much faster now. I also don't ever think about a physical copy. Yeah, I don't either. And I probably should. I'm assuming they, uh, they still sell like CDs in stores. I mean, I see them at Walmart. Okay. I haven't even been like to that section of the store in forever. I have thought about buying records. Yeah. But then nobody carries records that you, that I would want just around. Yeah. I don't know. Kanye released a Jesus King on a cassette tape. He probably still made like a mill off of it. Probably. Because each cassette tape was like half a mill. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's what I was noticing during this season is just how fast. I know things are faster, but just how fast things are. Like if you want to watch the, I know a lot of people still watch the news at six and 10, but if you're watching the 10 o'clock news, there's a good chance I knew about it four hours ago. Oh yeah. Even local stories. If it's a big enough local story, I already know. Yeah. Already seen it. And then sports related, you should have to like sit there and wait for um, the announcers on the in the game to say it, or there'd be like an ESPN update or a break. And now, as soon as something happens, we're we're on Twitter. Yeah, and usually you have somebody that's like has some update. Like it's usually some random kid too, like some ball boy. He's like, "Hey, I was walking by the locker room, heard that heard the results of the MRI. He's not coming back." It's like cool. Yeah, and it's, there's there's like whole Twitter accounts now from I guess I don't know if they're like actual doctors but they're like sports doctors 
uh, basically just like study like the tape of an injury and then diagnose and like say how long the person's going to be out like pretty soon after it happens before like the actual yeah. doctor sure working yeah. on it they can. just they just watch it and be like oh that looks like a it's probably a high ankle sprain he's going to be out for a month and a half I don't know. And then Paul Pierce comes out of the tunnel and finishes yeah. the fourth quarter. And he comes out in his wheelchair. <clears throat> I think that's going to be what's interesting, maybe and scary over the next four years. Because I think it's just speeding up. Yeah. I mean, you can now order on Amazon and get it the same day. Yeah. That used to be my biggest problem, I think, when I'd order stuff. It's like order it and then you're like, oh, I got to wait seven to ten business days. You can get You can order stuff off Amazon and get it quicker then it took us to download an album's worth of songs. Oh, dude. Dude, you have to go to Walmart and get that sleeve of CDs. Yep. And if you were really cool, you got the one that had the, uh, that actually came with the cases, the hard cases. Yep, dude. I used to get those and make like my own album art for those. Oh, I remember. I used to like, would print like a track list on the inside of a little booklet thing. I was, <laughs> I was all about that. <laughs> Spent the same amount of money yep. in ink and time. Yep. You could have just actually just bought the album. Yep. But I think they're learning. I think people are learning. I mean, you can pretty much get online and find any movie you want to. Speaking of movies, you going to go see Cats? I haven't read any of the articles, like, of the headlines I've seen about it, but apparently it's, like, the worst movie ever. I think it's just... Have you ever seen Cats, the musical? No. It's pretty good. I didn't like it. Um, I could see why people like it. I just didn't see it translating. But it seemed like they had a dope cast. I don't even know the, yeah. They had like a, a bunch of stars in it. I don't even know the premise of it. Just cats that sing? Yeah, I don't remember the whole plot, but yeah. I saw like a bunch of cats. something from James Corden. He's in it. And he uh, he said something like, yeah, I heard that it wasn't very good. I haven't seen it yet or something. That's not uh, good. Yeah. That's not real good press for your movie. Yeah. Yeah, I was just I was just thinking about that with the Kanye stuff. Is like, oh, man, weren't you the one telling me that, um, like the edits, they like didn't there's like human hands in it or something. Yeah, there's one to be cat hands. They had I saw the screenshot of it, but it was her hand and she had a wedding ring on, <laughs> but she had like a cloak or something on, so her hands just barely coming out. I mean, that's a little bit of the form and hand, and it's just like human hand. But they had to fix it, obviously, and then resend it back out to movie theaters. Yeah. So they did fix it though. I think. I mean, I think there's a so like got, an updated version. It was already in the theaters, so it got released. Yeah, and you could go see it at the theaters, and yep. then they edited it and sent like the new version. I believe so. Yeah, not great. Definitely. not a great look. That's just why. I mean, things are just they're just so quick. Yeah, I don't know how you you keep up. I don't know if you're supposed to now with this time make more mu- mu- music and movies. Like, should an artist put out four albums in a year now? Because the demand, or do you just like make a dope album? That's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. But it seems like some of these people are doing it in a month. So, so maybe need, it's so much creativity and it pulls so much, you have to go live a little bit more. Yeah. To find more inspiration. Yeah. I don't know. I'm fine with uh, I'm fine with one album a year as opposed to like four mediocre albums. I'd rather have one good album. You know who I think has completely changed the game? I'm going to go a little bit off, but just walk with me. There's a comedian by the name of Andrew Schultz. He's hilarious. He's a New York comic, and he's one of my favorite comics right now because he just roasts everybody. But he was telling his story the other day where, like, Netflix, nobody, Comedy Central, 
Nobody was offering him a special. And so he just basically said, like, I'm going to put all this out for free. And so he had people following him. They were videoing him. He does, like, a vlog, and then he'll take clips from, like, different sets and stuff and put it out. But once you put content out, you can no longer go on the road with it mm-hmm. as a comic because now everyone knows it. You don't, I mean, you don't want to go listen to the same stuff. So he was just taking, like, bits and pieces he wasn't using. And then he had a special that he was going to – so I, I don't know if I've ever really heard his stand-up. I just hear, like, the crowd work he does. No, I have. But he got an offer from somebody to release um, a special. And he said, uh, I want a million dollars to do it. And so kind of went away. Netflix made an offer to him. And then they came back, like, a year later and offered him for a million again. And he said no. And his manager, he said his manager almost had a heart attack. He's like, dude, this is it. Like, you're set if you can get this out. They're just buying the rights to it, and then you're going to make all your money on the road. Million dollars. He's like, no, no. So he put out a special on YouTube that was just crowd work. It was like 48 minutes of literally him walking out and just roasting everybody in the room. And it was hilarious. But he just signed a deal. But he has gone the route of like putting out way more content than anybody else, but like really small chunks. And I like that way better. Yeah. I'd rather wait for a special from him every two years and get a bunch of small stuff all the time than get something every six months that's real big and then nothing in between. Yeah. I don't know why I like the like the small chunks of stuff. And I guess artists can re- release singles, but I don't know. I don't know. I just wonder if I'm unhealthy or if it's just where we're going. No, that's, that's probably, yeah. I, I bet most people would agree with that. What do you? I, I, would, I would prefer that. Because then you like, I don't know. That's what I don't like about um, our favorite show, um, Last Chance You. Yeah. I just hate the wait for a full year. I yeah. wish there was stuff in between. Yeah. Because then, like, you wait six months. And once you, like, finish watching that, you're like, oh. Which I finish it every time in the first two weeks. Yeah. And I got to wait another year for the next season. Yep. Or, yeah. That's, I don't know. I guess TV shows are a little bit different than, like, stand-up. But, yeah, I would I would enjoy Chunks. I don't know how well like chunks of TV shows would work though. I feel like you have to release those all either like weekly or all at one time. Yeah. I guess you can't get too far ahead either because you're waiting on funding. So you can't just go and say, hey, we're going to get three seasons done and release three seasons in one year. Because what if it bombs? The old Lord of the Rings TV show that hasn't even started filming yet. Already got renewed for a second season. Oh, really? Yeah. Just they just know it's gonna be good. Yeah, this is just oh man, I hope it flops now. I don't know. I guess TV shows have completely flipped too because you used to have to wait for every Tuesday night or every Monday night at seven to watch it, and now you just get you just get it released. Now you just wait till four thirty every day and watch Jeopardy. That's a good point. Every day, there's only one show a year that I watch regularly on TV. What is that? Bachelor and Bachelorette. Oh, yeah. That's the only scheduled show yeah. I watch, like, not on Netflix or release. I will wait for most shows till they put it on Hulu. Yeah. Like, the next season. I don't I don't want to get caught that's, up. I don't want to wait a whole week. That's probably, like, the only one that we watch live, too. I watch Survivor Live sometimes too. Man, I got great taste in TV. You do have great taste. In Bachelor TV. and Survivor, Jeopardy, Jeopardy, Jeopardy's Jeopardy is great though. It is. It's. I mean, 
And Survivor's like on season 88, so it's got to be good. I mean, but does it? Yeah. I'm not saying it's not, but but does it? I don't know. I just think that everything's speeding up so fast that I, th- I think that I'm more inclined to... I watch way more YouTube now than I watch anything else. That's because you can just get fed one video after the other. I know. But I like the small chunks. I do like long podcasts. Like, I'll, I'll watch a two-hour podcast while I'm doing something else. But I just want, like, micro chunks of stuff. Yeah. Is that bad? Am I losing it? No. It's a lot easier to... I feel like it's a lot easier to... Uh, I don't know, digest uh, a lot of a lot of content. Yeah. I don't know. Because I'll get distracted if it's like a two-hour long something. But I'll, I'll watch those like six-minute videos like one after the other. Yeah. They just keep feeding them to me. Those ra- hey, those rabbit trolls are dangerous. I know. Lately, it's been uh, that Ross Creations dude like every time i like i like watch a video that has nothing to do with that but then that's the next one that always pops up is him i know man and then he's like every other video dude i started out watching i went from ufc fights to bar fights to world star hip-hop fights to city council fights to to awkward encounters in public to city council fights and i was there for way too long did you watch every single city council fight video? There's not there? one out there that's good that I haven't seen. <laughs> I guarantee it. Uh, I haven't I haven't gone down that rabbit trail yet. What a weird like what a weird I don't know. I just get caught on something and then it's just like it's like a complete or even a podcast. Someone will say something and then I like look it up and then I'm completely gone. Yeah. Just gone forever. Rogan podcasts are the worst. Because they get into something real deep and I'm like, I don't even know if I know what that is. And you start researching? Yeah. You're on, you're on the longest Wikipedia page ever, and you read every single word on it. No, no, no. I don't read anything. No. I just go to a YouTube video. Oh, okay. Find me a video. So let someone else read to me. Dude, I don't want to use my brain. Uh, I just want to yeah. sit here and absorb. I forgot what I was researching the other day. That happened to me the other day. I think it might have it honestly been like an answer on Jeopardy. Dude, I get it. And then I just started researching it. And then I get deep into like a conspiracy or, yeah, it's a dark, the internet's a dark place. Yeah. I think there's too much information for me. And the next thing you know, instead of me like figuring out like how to make my yard better or how to be more efficient at something, I'm over here watching city council fight videos <laughs> or re- researching weather patterns. I got into that for a while. You're researching weather patterns? Like why weather operates the way it does in seasons? You ever thought about that? Nope. I mean, obviously, there's very clear reasons, but like, I don't know. It's got like deep into all this stuff. I was like, I understand where the equator is. I understand how the sun moves, which would affect the seasons. But like, why is it warmer this year? And there's real clear answers, but then there's conspiracies. Yeah. Awesome. And, then, and then and then I look up and it's three thirty in the morning. Yep, I gotta be at work and I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah, it's the worst, man. That's why I don't I don't blame anybody who plays video games. Yeah, because I get it. It's like, what a waste of time playing a video game. 
while I'm sitting there looking at weather patterns. But but you're but you're learning stuff about weather. So it's I don't a, even know. I, it's pretty helpful, dude. I just had a conversation with you about it, and I said nothing the whole time. You said something about the equator and the sun, and I mean that's the stuff, stuff you learn like in that. school. Yeah, but you reeducated yourself. Have you ever looked up Christopher Columbus uh, theories and all that? Not theories. I've looked up Christopher Columbus before. You just it's just like you get to a point where you're like, I don't know if any of this is true. Yeah. Not like Christopher Columbus, but just like everyone's writing just theories. Oh. And then I get angry. And then you write your own theory. And then I go get on Facebook and I read other people just saying stuff and then I'm angry again. That's my New Year's resolution. It's not get angry. I'll be angry. Not go down the rabbit holes. No, no, no I still want to do that. You do? Okay. Yeah, I think that's good for me. Yeah. It sounds like you learn quite a bit of stuff from them. I could be doing I could be doing much worse things with my time. Yeah. So this is like sleeping. Yeah, I don't want to waste my time with that. You're just wasting time, yeah. Why sleep when you could learn about the weather? I think in the next 50 years, we won't have to sleep as much. We'll have a pill for it. I probably will just make make up for all the time I lost. What's your, this is your favorite question. What is your, oh gosh. what's your prediction for 2020? Give me one business or marketing or human behavior prediction for 2020. Uh, and I would go before you, but I haven't thought about it. Yeah, well, that means you're about to get a really bad answer, if you even get an answer, if you haven't even thought about it. You know how bad I am about the future stuff. Yeah. Um, but not too future. I'm just saying, like, right now. Okay, ask the question again. 2020, mm-hmm. right? What What's a prediction you have, um, whether it be in social media, marketing, business, human behavior, that may, that'll come true or we'll begin to see a shift on. Ooh. So here's one, here's one I have for you. I think that we'll start to see that the emergence of a new social platform may already be out. I don't want to play my cards there yet, but I do think like the, the TikToks of the world are going to start to roll again. Uh-huh. I think like micro content is going to get way more important. And I think... It's going to be interesting to see what happens when someone like Michael Bay, is he a director? Yeah. Nailed it. He's the one with all the explosions. Or Steven Spielberg. Mm-hmm. There we go. What happens when guys like that with that caliber of budget and talent don't make a two and a half hour movie? Have you seen The Irishman? Mm-hmm. You know what it is? Yeah. It's supposed to be amazing. Is that, is that one on Netflix? It's supposed to be it's amazing. Like three hours long. Yeah. So went to go watch it that night. So I was three and a half hours and then watch stand-up comedy. So do you think like that's going to tra- transfer to like Netflix and Hulu or are you just talking about like yeah, YouTube and stuff like that? Well, I think that, I think that all these major companies have lost power. Like you don't need a lot of these middlemen to get your content out. Mm-hmm. You can make the money on YouTube or yeah. you can make the money. And if you get big enough on YouTube, Netflix will just buy your stuff. And then you can do what you want with it. So I think that once some of these people start to get into creating for some of these apps, while also, because it's kind of a stepping stone to get you to the next level. But I think that this smaller level content, um, and maybe not maybe not small, because I still want to watch a two-hour movie. But I think being able to build more resources around it is going to be interesting. Yeah. And I again, I think it's a, it sounds dumb because I'm just like working through it right now. I don't think it translates to everything. I don't want songs to become 30 seconds. 
Kanye basically did that. Yeah, he kind of did. It's not what I'm asking for. I'm just saying I think that there's going to be more and more content being created by better and better people more often. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, I feel like, I feel like there's a lot more. It's like every book that comes out now, every new book is like a series. It's like part of a series. Mm. So instead of writing like one big book, they're breaking up books now into series. So shorter books, but same like overall story across the series, but it's broken up into smaller books. Like that's every book that's released now. Last book series I read was Bernstein Bears. That's a great one. And that's, that's a, a short, short. Those, those are short books. And there's a lot of them. And there's a lot of them. See, they were way ahead of the curve. Way ahead of their time. That and Hank the Cowdog, way ahead of the time. Yep. Sports greats, way ahead. Way ahead. Yep. They knew. I think that I think that's my that's one of my predictions for 2020. Yeah. I'd agree with that. That's mine too. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's enough. For, I'm just thinking like I'm, no, I'm, uh, I'm just processing I, out loud. I think it's like already happening though. Hey, dude, you're you're just <laughs> you're just picking something that's already happening. Hey, in the words of the great Gary V. Predicting the future is really just watching the present. Yeah. And I actually don't think he said that. I think I just said that. He said something different. But I, I really condensed that to a pretty good quote. Yeah. You don't want to put that in the bio. We'll see. We'll see. We're not trying to predict the future. We're just watching the present. Watch, monitoring the present. Watching the present. Engage. Yeah, dude. What I said yeah. the first time was cool. Yeah, it was. That was a good one. I don't remember what you said, but it was. it was. It sounded good. That's when you know it's a good quote. Kind of just flowed. Yeah, so that's a good, that's a good uh, prediction. I agree with that. I think books are going to start being parts of series more and more. Also, when's a, I get, I don't know the last time I watched a movie and it wasn't based on like a book or something. Yeah, I've wondered that. Is that where they start? I don't know the last, time? I don't know the last time I watched a movie and it was like an original uh, screenplay or whatever. I don't even know if that's the right term. I've never thought about that. So are people just know. writing books to basically to um, try to get notoriety for their script? I have no idea. That might be it. Here's a what question for you. I'm going to alter my question to make this better for you. 2020, if you didn't already know, is an election year. Mm-hmm. What do you What do you think will be different this election year from 2016? Um, from a like a marketing so, business standpoint, so Twitter already like it's Twitter, wasn't it? That like already nicks their political advertising. So good, good or bad, on in your opinion? Um, I th- I think it's good, and I think other platforms would probably follow suit. Uh, maybe not like completely, because even Facebook has already changed uh, how you do it. Because we had like a couple accounts that we had to have like those disclaimers on, and then. They like change their policy, so those disclaimers ex- expired, and we had to go through like a new, um, a, a new uh, registration thing, and so they're already kind of changing it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think they'll like slowly ease their way out of political advertising. Why? I don't know. I don't. I, I don't even know if it. I mean, obviously, you get like a ton of money from it, but also. I do spend a lot of time in court this year. Yeah. A lot of liability. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you should and shouldn't allow. I don't, I don't know if it's good or 
I mean, not for me, for a user, it's probably good because I don't want to see just a ton of political ads. Yeah. Um, as far as Facebook, I don't know how much they'll, money they'll lose off of um, if they stopped allowing political ads. I'm assuming they'd be losing quite a bit because yeah. there's like even <clears throat> local uh, campaigns um, and stuff like that. Like people are running political ads for those. So yeah. talking about, I don't know how many counties are in America plus a presidential one where they're dropping millions and millions and millions of dollars advertising. So I think it would be, I think it'd be North of a hundred billion a year. Yeah. Especially on, be, a, on 2020, it's easily over a hundred billion dollars a year spent in a digital median. Yeah. Politically. That's right? a lot. Oh yeah, probably. I mean, yeah. based on just some of the campaign budgets we know about right now. Yeah. You'd have to say so. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I don't know if we've looked at the number numbers, like how, uh, much like Trump and Hillary spent last year, or not last year, 2016. That's got to be a boatload. But I don't know. I could be wrong. They might allow it. What's weird is the like whole freedom of speech argument, right? Mm-hmm. But also these companies like Facebook, Twitter, Google, like are a company. And so they have like their freedoms too. Yeah. And so it's interesting like, I know Twitter took a lot of heat for like censorship, who they were banning. Because you can ban someone from Twitter and cost them a lot. Yeah. To be a huge problem to them. But Twitter's also like they allow most stuff to be posted. But they got into I've, I've a, seen some sketchy stuff on Twitter before. Oh, for sure. But they got in a lot of trouble for like banning and hurting people. The argument was when they were on Rogan was um conservatives. Oh, they'd gone after a lot of conservatives and there were certain words that they would not allow. Like you couldn't, you couldn't, um, trying to politically say this correctly. Um, like they were trying to, I know at one point really defend like transgenders, which is good. Like no one should be bullied online, but like you could say, you could kind of threaten to some degree somebody who wasn't like, there was more of a conservative there. That was the argument they were letting it go. But like listening to the argument, I was like, I don't know if I'm Twitter what you do. Yeah. Like you can make, but you get to make your own rules and then you follow them. So I don't, I don't know what you're, do you just let it be a free for all and let your platform fall apart? Cause rules have probably kept Twitter in line. And then Facebook's kind of the same way. Google's really the, the issue is like, are they wait, are they allowing other people to search higher? Yeah. So if you're Google, just being realistic and you have a interest and a benefit in a candidate winning, and you could affect that election by utilizing an algorithm. I would say they probably do that. Yeah. Which would be, is that legal? I don't know. Like, is it unethical? I have no idea. I'm, I'm not the guy to ask about political stuff. But you're the head of our political stuff, so. Yeah. I, mean, no, I, 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 know, I know, I'm just kidding. I, I know how to run a political ad, bro. <laughs> I know how to get you approved to run political ads. Sorry, I just got real deep on us, man. It's my 30th birthday. Had a little bit of a crisis. Woke up, I just woke up today feeling super fresh. And so I was just thinking about the future today. What's 2025 going to be like? You know? I don't know. You better start watching the present. Mm. Some, some great mind told me that one time. It's a wise man. Yep. Or a woman. Yeah. I don't remember who said it. 
what would be your um, word of wisdom for the peeps? So we're going to do, this is episode 98. Yeah. You should listen. Thanks. We love you. Um, we'll do 99. We've kind of made a decision to just hold off on 100 until 2020. Because I got something special for you. We're working on it. A special guest? First off, it's you and me for 100. Okay. If we bring if we bring people in, then they can come hop on the third mic. This is you and me celebrating 100 episodes. But I've been working on some stuff. I'm excited about it. You've been working on some stuff? Yeah. Golly. Look at you. Yep, I'm about it. We took a little bit of a hiatus the last like month and two months, three months. So you could work on some stuff. Yeah. Golly. So that's, excited that's not why we took a hiatus, but um, but yeah. So we'll we'll knock a hundred out probably the first week um of the new year. Next week we'll do ninety nine. We'll do like a recap of twenty nineteen. Just like big moments for the year. That'll be a pretty pretty fun episode. But what would be your prediction, Not or what would be your word of wisdom for people for 2020? Like, if they're looking at their marketing budget, they're looking at their business, they're looking at their social media strategy, whatever, what would you say they should um, look at changing or doing differently? Um, so first off, 2020, the beginning of 2020, is a great time just to sit down and audit everything mm-hmm. that you've done in the past. And I don't know if, how often... Or if people even necessarily like sit down and actually crunch the numbers to see if what they're doing is actually working and like testing out other um, strategies to see if they would work better. But I think like beginning of the year is a great time to like audit everything you've done in the past and almost sort it like sorting what worked, what didn't, what can we try this year that um, we can test and see if it works. So. I don't know. I think like auditing, starting off the year auditing, like what you've done in the past, and then maybe just testing out some whether it's new platforms, new um, creative, whatever, whatever it is. I think it's a I think it's a good time to test out some some new things and see if it pops off for you. Um, yeah, I think it's it's always good to like look at what you've already done and learn something from it. And like, especially nowadays, like numbers are everywhere and like, it's, it's really easy to get a report of the whole last year on what you did numbers wise and crunch those and see if what you did actually worked. So what if somebody is sitting there and now they're like, yeah, that makes sense. But I have no idea how to get access to these numbers. Well, then you can call us at 696-1940. I think I would have had it. Um, yeah, you could for, for sure can call us. Um, it's probably going to be the easiest way is to call us or call somebody who like knows what they're doing or else you're probably going to spend a lot more time than you should trying to like figure out how to find the numbers and what the numbers mean and how they yep. correlate with your business and everything. Um, that can be time consuming. There's professionals out there that that's like what they do for a living. So you might just like reach out to somebody um, instead of trying to do everything yourself because like it, I feel like that aspect, like looking at analytics and adjusting strategies based on analytics should be something that people do a lot more often. And it should be like, pretty you should be like pretty focused on that instead yep. of just like constantly like doing stuff and not looking at how uh not looking at the results yep the numbers are there for a reason for they, sure. they can tell a pretty uh 
pretty accurate story. For sure. I think if you think about, I don't know, I'm, do you remember when Facebook came out? Like 2005-ish. Okay. Maybe. I have no idea. So you're looking at a long time that people have been on Facebook. I mean, obviously Instagram for years now. And I think they all just kind of like stack up on each other. So if you look at all of that and you just say like the amount of content being created is skyrocketing and the amount that people are consuming is skyrocketing. I think this just like having a social media presence is kind of going away. Yeah. And I think that my recommendation for a lot of people would be if you have a marketing director, if you have someone, you need to have somebody I think that is full-time on this digitally, just all your marketing efforts in general digitally as well. And they need to, they need to know more than just posting. And if they don't, then ask them what they need and help equip them, whether they need new software, whether they need another person, whether they need an agency, but figure out what they need, ask them what they would like outside of a budget. What would they genuinely need? Because yeah, I totally agree, man. I think it's just beyond the time of just like, just guessing. Yeah. Now you have all this information, all this stuff to say, like, how should we plan? And I think that's another thing is that you can easily get a picture of a birthday party and post it, but doing a better job of like planning ahead. Like, yeah. hey, we know this is coming up in April. What kind of content do we want to create for it? And then what audience do we want to see it? Because it bums me out when I see people do like even a giveaway, but like a really cool piece of content from the office. And then they post it and they boost it generically to the city. Yeah. It's like, no, man, you could be so targeted with this. Yeah. You could make it. There's so many more steps you could do in collecting people's data and helping benefit the consumer. But, yeah. And I definitely don't think that in 2020 it can be self-serving. you got to be thinking about the consumer as much as you can. Mm-hmm. If you can create avenues to make their lives better, then I think it's better for everybody. Yep. 2020 is a big year, man. It is a big year. It's an election it's, year. It's a new decade. Also, it's an election year. And if you think that who gets elected is going to just shut your business down. See ya. They'd see ya. I'm sure some industries are drastically affected by it. I get it. But see ya. That like drives me wild. Like people stop spending money. People panic when this happens. Yeah. Hey, lock in. Hey, guess what? See ya. That's what I'm saying. This, this is about to be the fifth decade that we've been alive. Dude, we're old. Dang, dude. Yeah. Sorry, I had to count. Only hit five days of the first one, though. Yeah, only like a month of it. Barely snuck in. I'm excited, man. 2020 is gonna be fun. It's got a, it's got a nice little ring to it. 2020. Yeah. There's a lot of great marketing campaigns that can go 2020. I don't want to say I'm gonna give them away. Like vision related. Yeah. Unfortunately, my vision is not 2020. Mine is. So I got you. I know. Dude, you you just close your eyes, man. You can just be the ears to the ship. Okay. I'll just keep looking forward to that peace pond, just leading you oh, where we gosh. need to go. You got to have those good eyes to watch the present so you can predict the future. <sighs> Bars. Dude, that was tough. Uh-huh. That was tough. Oh, that's, that's, that's new for 2020. We're tough. You heard it here first. Jared and I are starting a new thing. You say that's tough when it's awesome. Yeah. You heard it here first. 
like when you gotta when you get start developing those those curls on and in, in uh end of your mullet Ooh, that's tough that's tough dude thank you braun <laughs> thank you lebron uh, let's get out of here man i gotta go yeah. celebrate my birthday what are you doing I don't know, man. I don't think he ever told me. I don't. I really don't know. I'm probably gonna eat some good food. I'll probably drink a little whiskey, and uh, if things get dicey, I might end up at the casino. <laughs> Play a little blackjack. Uh, I would say there's about a ninety percent chance I watch the Mavs game and just chill. Yeah, that and bet, like and bet on them from home. I, would, I don't do that. Oh, okay. Sometimes I do. Yeah, you've gotten pretty good at it. There's an algorithm, man. You Is know, there, you know what it is. Is Luca playing or not? You watch the present so uh, you can predict the future, dude. Yep. That's what I do. I've heard that before. It's all stats, man. They're all there. Mm-hmm. They're all yelling at you. You got to trust your gut. Here's, are the Cowboys going to make the playoffs? Yes. You think so? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what are you going to do when Philadelphia loses and the Cowboys lose? Uh, I think it's best case scenario. I think it's bad. I really do as a Cowboys fan. People are probably going to hate on me for this. But I really think it's bad if they go to the playoffs. I think that you it's like you're just tricking yourself into this mediocre lifestyle they've been in for ten years. Ten plus. But you, you get to watch in one extra game. Which is great, man. But maybe maybe two if you get lucky. But that temporary that short term satisfaction is gonna feed into another year. And I'm yeah. I'm not a Jason Garrett hater. I have no idea. Never been inside that locker room. I have no idea the culture. But at some point you gotta change, right? Yeah. At some point, you got to look at the person who's leading the ship. I know Jerry's leading the ship, but at some point, Jerry's not leaving. So something's got to change. You're going to have to pay Dak. You've already paid Zeke. So you got to do something different. And so Jason Garrett's got to go. But if yeah. they if they got in and made a run, now, if they made it to the NFC Championship, I'd be happy. And I think this Cowboys team, legitimately talent-wise, is good enough to do it. Yeah. Which is... Weird that they're as bad as they are with the roster they have. That Rams game, they look great. Yeah. They looked great. And they came out and played Philly, who is not a good team. And didn't score a touchdown. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, my prediction is for sure. That they are going to make the playoffs. Yeah, I'd also like to tell you that I read a little article today on Eli Manning. Made me like him a little bit. Was it, um, what was the article about? Him drinking beer on the bus. Yeah. I saw I saw like a headline about that. It's like people that have been around him. He he like never brags. Um, he drinks beer on the team bus. And there was another thing that was funny. Was he has he been doing that his whole career? So they said. <laughs> so he's been doing that. He kind of looks like he's been doing that. Yeah, he does. But I think I really think New York beats Philly. And I think the Cowboys beat Washington. Yeah. And I think that. Uh, we we make the playoffs. They'd have a home game, too. That first game in the playoffs. <laughs> they skipped that's, the wild card round. No, they'd play the wild card round. Oh, that's right. That's right. The last team of the division winners. Yeah, they'd wild they'd card play round. a wild card team. But they would be, even though the records, they get home filled because yeah, of their division winner. Yeah. yeah, that's hilarious. Yep. That's my prediction, man. I think that I think that my 2020 prediction is that the Rangers... Nope, I'll save that for the next episode. Yeah. I got a bunch on that. They got to finish that stadium first. Got to catch on fire again. <sighs> Dude, Cowboys make the playoffs. 
They better win the Super Bowl. Can you? What if they win the Super Bowl? The Giants did it a few years ago. That is true. They snuck in. Of course, they had Eli though. Yeah, so one of the great. They had, they had two great runs, and they beat the undefeated and Patriots. They, they they snuck in both those runs, didn't they? I think that I can't remember what the thing was, but they were below five hundred at one point, and they won like four of their last five games and got in. And dang bubble gum on that dude's helmet. Was it David Tyree? Yeah. Ugh. Well, thanks for listening. We appreciate you guys. It's been a fun run. And uh, if you haven't checked it out yet, The Good Podcast. Um, it's a podcast that we do every week, separate from Modern Mad Men, where we just look at everything good in each other and in the world around us. And so that's been fun. That's been life-giving. It's been pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. But yeah, thanks for listening. This was some stars. Give us some feedback. I've been scribbling words on a cocktail napkin Scratching a lucky strike ad madmen My rapping is sorta old-fashioned Window shopping, hip-hop and mannequin Roger to his Don Draper, we make songs Elevator music, rock to the PM Dawn Copping a new John, mocking your crew song I'm dope in a pocket, plus hot with a suit on We madmen